you know, God changes you when you're serious about Him. That's what you know. Romans ten and nine says that if you will confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. I always emphasize not believe in your head, but believe in your heart. You know, I mean, the center of your being. Then that's when the miracle takes place. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. Today we're going to talk about a really special ministry, but before we get to that, I want to share with you that we have an exciting new app. If you like reading Charisma Magazine and maybe you also like listening to books, well, you might like to listen to Charisma Magazine. Now you can download an app called Charisma Media Audio and if you want to, you can do it very easily on your phone, mobile device, or computer at charismamediaaudio.com. And we hope you will listen in the spirit. Well, today we are privileged to have William Bumpus with us. He started a ministry called Jesus Inside Prison Ministry. And it's based in Indianapolis, where he's calling uh, from today. And he and his wife, Evangelist Juanita Bumpus, work in this ministry. Pastor Bumpus has been working in prison ministry for going on 40 years, so he has lots of experience. He's also a board member of the Coalition of Prison Evangelists and author of Jesus House, Where Miracles Still Happen. And we praise the Lord that miracles do still happen. So, William, welcome to Charisma Connection. Thank you. Joy to be here. And it takes a real burden, I'll say, for prisoners and a lot of endurance to persevere in this type of ministry for as many years as you have. To what do you attribute your longevity to this ministry? Well, uh, the Lord called me to do that, do this while I was incarcerated, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's what that's. Well, I don't think that's what motivates me. Yes. You know, when God calls you to do something, then you're obligated to do it. Yes, and He certainly gives you the energy to do it, right? Yes, He does. Now, I wanted to ask you if you would be so kind as to share your testimony with us. You have done some prison time, as you said. Yes, yes. Uh, in fact. Uh, I was arrested 23 times, Mm. uh, and I served time uh, four times in prison. Uh, My charges were all, you know, robberies, burglaries, thefts, that type of that type of stuff. No sex crimes, Mm -hmm. uh, and and no murder. Mm -hmm. But everything else, I was involved in. I was a harem addict. I shot heroin and cocaine and morphine in both my arms for 13 years. came from a dysfunctional family. Nobody in my family ever was saved, didn't know nobody was saved. Hmm. And on my 23rd arrest for burglary, uh, I landed in the Marion County Jail here in Indianapolis, Indiana, where I've always been. And I was facing a possible 60-year term, 10 years for the theft, 20 years for the burglary, and 30 years for being a habitual criminal. And I went into a cell block where four inmates uh, had given their life to Christ, They were facing serious times, and they had a Bible study going on. Hmm. And uh, when I went went into that cell block, and, of course, I also, being an ex-convict, I had really studied Islam. And so I went down to that Bible study to convince them that the Bible was a lie. And instead of that, they convinced me that the Bible was true. Hmm. 
<laughs> and told me that if I give my life to Jesus, that the reason why I did everything I did was because I was a sinner, and if I gave my life to Christ, I wouldn't get 60 years. Well, I, I was willing to try anything, so I prayed the prayer in that jail, asked Jesus Christ to come to my heart. Uh, several months, about a month later, I was baptized in the Holy Ghost in that jail mm-hmm. uh, and told my attorney, and instead of me getting 60 years, uh, they gave me four years. Four years. Four years. Well, that's quite a drop. To, I wound up going to Indiana State Prison with a four-year sentence, started doing Bible studies and all that, and then 10 months later, God supernaturally set me free, and I've been free now for 41 years. Well, amen. I was going to say, thankfully, all of that is in your past. <laughs> I, I'm thankful also. And this is, you know, your prayer that day was not just a jailhouse prayer, so that when you got out, you were the same man you used to be. Correct. You really changed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God changed you when you're serious about him. That's what, you know, Romans 10 and 9 said that if you would confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. I always emphasize not believe in your head, but believe in your heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The center of your being, then that's when the miracle takes place. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. And you said something very interesting there that, you know, you had been in the prison, and so you'd done a lot of study on Islam. Correct. So how active are Muslim evangelists, shall we say, in prison? Well, everybody says how big it is. It's very, 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 very limited. Hmm. <laughs> there is no mass Muslim uh, movement going on inside prison. Okay. Now, if you're in certain parts of the country, you know, like if you're in New York, you know what I'm saying, uh, upstate New York, where I do a lot of prison ministry, you know, there's you know, there's a lot of Muslims up in those areas there uh, because of the mosques in New York and all that kind of stuff. But okay. cross country, there is no major movement of Muslims. Okay. But yeah. clearly you were exposed. I was exposed, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so uh, today I understand that your ministry, Jesus Inside, um, at least your part of it, you work solely with men. Is that right? No, I do uh, women's facilities, youth facilities. uh, You know, yeah, I do. Any place where a person's incarcerated, I go. Okay. And and you mentioned upstate New York, and yet you're based in Indianapolis. So clearly you, you move across the country. Yeah, well, I've been to 575 prisons across the country. Is that right? Yes. And what do you observe as you go across the country? Are are they similar or are they yeah, different? Yeah, well, all prisons are basically the same. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, you know, you, you still got the basic thing. You got officers, you got rules, and you got inmates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so all of them, all of them are basically the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... Uh, what I observe is, you know, when I go inside, you know, we have major revival. There's mm. revival going on inside prison. I haven't seen it for the last 25 years. Wonderful. Yeah. So why did you name your ministry Jesus Inside? <laughs> uh, it started while, me, while as an inmate in Michigan City, uh, Jesus Christ walked into my cell mm. and told me to go out and build him a prison ministry. And uh, so we was inside, so me and some other inmates were, uh, we wrote other churches from inside prison, uh, let them know that we were Christians. We never heard an answer back from it from a pastor. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, we began to think, well, they the one need ministering to. 
You yes. know what I mean? Because we wrote all them and nobody answered us. So we just, so then the Lord spoke to me and he said, name it after me and I bless it. So mm. I named it Jesus Inside Prison because we was inside prison. And mm-hmm. it's, it's grown ever since. I love that. So you also do some mission trips, don't you? Who goes on those, and and what ministry do you do overseas as well? Well, I've been uh, I've been to Lagos, Nigeria, ten times, hmm. uh, which is the extent of my mission trip. Okay. Uh, and usually, I take uh, uh, guys from my team, which are ex-convicts that I have led to the Lord, that are successful. Uh, so they travel with me. You know, saying from five to eight of us. And they'll travel with me. I said they were ministering a few in some churches there and two prisons. Uh, my understanding from the pastor over there, which is a Nigerian, he never left Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he states that uh, I'm the only foreigner allowed to preach in the prisons in Lagos, Nigeria. Hmm. So we have a wonderful time. I preach in a men's facility there, which is like maximum security, and I preach into a women's facility uh, in Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, that's interesting, and you've clearly developed a relationship of trust with them. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, tell us, when you enter a particular prison or jail, how do you go about getting your ministry established there? Well, basically, uh, I'll contact the chaplain, mm-hmm. uh, let him know I would love to come to, in his prison. I'll send him copies of my books. In fact, I wrote five of them. I have a okay. testimony book, mm-hmm. and I'll send in my testimony book, which is called You Can Be Set Free. I usually send cases of them, two or three cases. Yes. So uh, uh, the chaplain is well aware of me through my book. I ask him, can I come in, and they'll give me, grant, me, you know, grant me to come in. So when I come in, I bring in books with me, uh, minister the gospel, evangelistic-style service, uh, and have altar call and all that. And then I always uh, tell the men, uh, the books are available, they're all free. I let them know my address, and I tell all of them, y'all saying, that if you write, then I can't write you back, but I'll begin to send you literature. That establishes our ministry inside that prison. Okay. So then when they write, I send them Bibles, books, Bible studies, and so we have a large correspondence ministry as well. I see. That's our follow-up program. So you have, like, Bible study correspondence that you do? Yes. We send okay. them a, a good one that I, I did while I was incarcerated, and it helped me. Mm-hmm. It's a free Bible study by the Salvation Army, Sal- Salvation Army Advanced Bible Correspondence Course. Okay. Uh, so I usually send those to all prisoners that write, you understand, because it's a free course, and it's in-depth, and it's not, no, it's not denominationally linked. Right. And uh, so that's that's a good start for them. And then I send them all kind of spirit-filled books uh, as as they keep in contact with me. Okay, that's great. So um, how do you and Evangelist Juanita work together? Well, we also, me and my wife also found a church called Faith Center Church International. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I pastor that church, my wife and my son. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife ministers in the Marion County Jail to women here in Indianapolis, she goes there like uh, once or twice a month. So she does uh, a lot of ministry along those lines, as well as in the church and street ministry, and you know, feeding the hungry. We do all that. You sound kind of busy. Oh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but for the Lord, that's true. Yes, yes. So how can people pray for and support your ministry, William? 
Well, they can just constantly pray for us, pray for more doors to be open, let love go into more prisons. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We always can use financial support. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, basically, that's about it. Okay. And do you use volunteers that go in with you? Uh, very seldom. Okay. Uh, we have a whole list of volunteers. Okay. Uh, most of the guys that I t- most, the guys that I take with me are all ex-convicts. Okay. Uh, that's my team. Those are guys who I've ministered to over the years that are successful. So they usually go in with us. When we're going, uh, there's like a prison, three prisons in Kentucky where we do prison invasions. At, that's where we go in, and we're in there for the whole weekend. Now, we'll use volunteers Oh, it's like you have a little retreat going on there? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we'll go in, uh, we'll go in and uh, uh, preach on the yard, uh, uh-huh. go cell to cell, lock up unit, and also have services in the chapel and baptize them. So we do the whole thing, you know, for that whole weekend. Right, so you don't and, you don't always wait for them to come to you to a service. You go no, cell to no, cell. No, no, we we go out into the yard okay. and minister to them out there, and then invite them <clears throat> invite them to the service that evening. Okay, and you know, let them know I'll be speaking over there, and we and I have my singers and my Christian rappers and all that, so we draw a lot of attention. Oh, <laughs> that's great. That's great. I love it. Yeah, but you even go cell to cell when someone doesn't come to you or can't come to you. Oh, yeah, we always go to the lockup units, the cell, the segregation units, the lockup units. Yeah, we all we go to all of them. I take my volunteers in there. As we go in, I give them all a copy of my book, and we pray with them and encourage them also to write. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it is a great encouragement to many of them. So yes. your website is jipm.org.org, dot yes. Jesus Inside Prison Ministry.org, jipm.org. So if yes. people want to find out about your book or more about your ministry, more about yourself and your wife, you have a, a nice bio on there. Yes. So anything else you'd like to share with us before I ask you to uh, pray? Nope, that's about it. Appreciate the opportunity. Terrific. Well, would you go ahead and pray for us then, William? Yes, Father, we pray for each and for every person that uh, is listening to this broadcast or, or viewing it. We pray, Lord God, that if they don't know you, that they uh, make a quality decision to invite you into their heart. We pray for all those that might have people incarcerated, uh, that the gospel reach them. And we pray for those families. Of, we pray also, Lord God, for the victims of crime, that uh, mm-hmm. you would help them to release that uh, hurt that's in them. We give you praise, glory, and honor for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. William, we thank you so much for being with us today to share about Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, William Bumpus. And once again, that website is jipm.org. Thank you so much, William. Thank you. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us for this visit on Charisma Connection. And don't forget to download that app, charismamediaaudio.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.